Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Meanwhile, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. Is this the way you answer the high priest, he demanded? If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, testify as to what is wrong. But if I spoke the truth, why did you strike me? Then Anna sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. John chapter 18, verses 19 through 24. In the movie The Fugitive, which was based on an earlier TV series, Harrison Ford's character is an innocent man who has been framed for murdering his wife. The movie is the story of his escape from law enforcement as he also tries to expose the real killer while on the run. In the end, all ends well, the innocent are vindicated and the guilty are punished. We know that the movie is likely going to go this way because that's something that we just know deep within us. The innocent shouldn't be punished and the guilty must be held to account for their actions. Most movies and stories end that way. This particular part of the Jesus story, however, is going to play against those deeply held instincts that we have. We know and believe that Jesus too is an innocent man, essentially being framed as a traitor to Rome and as a blasphemer of God in order to ensure that he is executed, all of this being orchestrated by jealous religious officials who don't like him. In today's verses, these officials are attempting to gather evidence against him in an official way. Since the religious leaders are primarily concerned about his alleged blasphemies, they start there, what have you been teaching? Jesus could have been maybe a bit more cooperative in answering the questions. He essentially refuses to answer. He doesn't give them any specifics. He instead puts the burden on them to provide evidence against him, to bring spectators who can bear witness as to what he has taught. Jesus isn't giving them the answers that they wanted, and the beginning of the physical abuse starts with a slap. Jesus won't answer the questions, but neither will he vindicate himself. It would be easy enough to share his previous teachings. He obviously believes in what he says. He could have connected them to scripture as he so often did and let that be evidence that gets him off the hook. But 700 years or so before this night, the prophet Isaiah had predicted that the Messiah would suffer silently that he would not defend himself before his accusers, that he would be like a sheep before its shearers. The lamb would not defend or fight back, but would be led to the slaughter to come. In all of this, Jesus compromises his integrity not at all. He admits to no error, or he admits to no blasphemy. The lack of any real evidence against him quickly becomes clear. By refusing to argue for himself, he fulfills that prophecy from Isaiah, and he also demonstrates that he is an innocent, on trial by a corrupt religious leadership. We know that, unlike in the movies, this particular trial is not going to result in innocence exonerated. But, like in the movies, we also know that this particular trial has an amazing twist ending to come. As you proceed throughout your day today, take some time to think about what Jesus does in these verses. Think about a time in your own life when you were lied about or maybe misunderstood. 
Why was Jesus able to take it without retaliating? And why do we always seem to feel the need to get defensive and make things right? How can we be more like Jesus in these moments? Thank you.